This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, I don't like COVID-19. It's all fun and games until someone wears panties as a mask. It's basically a plumbus. What the hell is in this Discord chat? That Those actually should be flip-flops. They really should. He's cute. The dog, not the guy. Cable news, caustic acid for the eyeballs. A ding-dong in Italy decided on longitude. I'm the testicles. Problematic, not pornographic. Frida von Slapperbergelberg. <laughs> Words impossible to pronounce. What are your state pants? Bean spackle. <laughs> Weird pants. Aliens were here, but then they left. Being sketchy with Bill. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I never thought I'd say this to anybody, but I gotta go get the atomic bomb out of the car. I can't control what Panda Express puts on its menu. (laughs) The Morning Stream. Why, oh, why did I take the blue pill? Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to The Morning Stream. It's TMS for short. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett. And uh, good morning, Brian. How are you? Uh, Good morning, Scott. Yeah, hi. How are you, Scott? Yeah, I'm fine. Good morning. It's Tuesday, July 28th, 2020. Tuesday. 28, 2020. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a Tuesday. That means we gotta oh, talk yeah. to Justin. But no, no excitement over twenty eight, twenty twenty. No, not, not as really. much. I think I'm over it now. Okay. I think, all I'm, right. I think okay. I'm good. I don't think I need to bring it up anymore. It's all done. It's out of my. <laughs> it's out of my system. It's like bad uh, Mexican. It's out of my system. Gotcha. Okay. Well, good. Mexican food, everybody. Mexican food. That's what I meant Mexican to say. Mexican food. Oh, man, I haven't had good Mexican food in a while, dude. Well, it's because you live in Utah. No, we have great Mexican food here. <laughs> we're we're more Southwest than you guys, man. We got all kinds of good stuff. We have amazing places, but we can't go to them anymore. And I know I can do takeout, but some of them are like downtown. I don't know if you're more Southwest than we are, Scott. Our pants are New Mexico, so that's true. Uh, <laughs> our but but our pants are Arizona. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Name in there. Arguably the second worst Mexican food <laughs> in the country. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <coughs> we have an amazing Hispanic community here that makes amazing food. We have, spa- uh, or, uh, what do we call it? Mexico Days or whatever it is. We have a huge thing every year when there's no COVID and it's great. And you go and you get the street tacos and the whatnot. Ah, mm-hmm. now I'm just more hungry. <laughs> oh, always hungry, never, never satiated. Also, Gene um, immediately puts our email in the uh, <laughs> in the chat because people are definitely going to be emailing me to say Arizona Mexican food is great. And you know what? Uh, I'm not going to argue because um, the raid team took me out to a place called oh, what was it called? Um, Fritas Bueno. Yeah, no. oh. yeah, that's it. Fritas Bueno. Oh, dang yes. it. Uh, All right. I, Chino Banditos. Oh my god, yes, because Greg was there too. TV Zegon was there as well, and uh, took me to a place called Chino Banditos in uh, in Arizona in Phoenix. Well, I would when I went out there for that Marvel, that traveling Marvel museum of Shield stuff, whatever it was. That I would was really. Good. I would put uh, Salt Lake City's red iguana up against any competitor, and that is for real. If you've never eaten a okay. red iguana, you haven't had great Mexican food. Mm. 
take that from me. We serve barbecued iguana. <laughs> you did two things there. You made a reference to what they might eat there at the Red Iguana, and then you also <laughs> right. put it in a song, which is great. Uh huh. Well done. <laughs> Threw a little wall of voodoo in there for you. All right. Anyway, hey, uh, uh, if you if oh, and there's Blue Iguana, but that's in Park City. But I think they're related somehow. But I think Red mm. Iguana is the good one. Really? Yeah. I wonder if you know instead of you know restaurants will do um, for their first location, they've mm-hmm. got their name, and then their second location is usually like such and such number two, and it happens a lot with. It's funny because it happens a lot with um, Mexican food restaurants more right. than you don't see uh, Atomic Burgers, number two, Atomic <laughs> Burgers, number three. Right. But it's like, you know, uh, Guido's Chili's, number three, Guido's Chili's, number four, as they get all their different locations across the um Right. They got to have state. some distinguishing characteristic, right? Yeah. It's kind of funny the, uh, uh, the, the, the way restaurants name their things. Like pho restaurants oh right because um because double numbers are considered lucky uh in um in vietnamese culture yeah uh that's why you see pho 88 and pho 99 and pho 77 and stuff like that all right i was i think we talked about that once but i we did if always uh, prior to that wondered why like it always seemed like an odd thing because you don't Mm -hmm. see mcdonald's number 452 and McDonald's 1000, whatever. <laughs> no, exactly. But maybe we should. A, uh, maybe we should. Maybe, maybe we should. The place I might go today for lunch, now that I'm now that I keep talking about this, is a place called El Jefe's Tacos and Burritos. Ooh. And they're really good. They're right by the high school, so they got a they have a big like, usually have a big lunchtime high school component and they pull in a lot of the kids there. But yeah. Um, to me, their claim to fame is their their inappropriate use of apostrophes because it's El Jefe's, apostrophe S, as it should be, mm-hmm. tacos, apostrophe S, and burritos, apostrophe S. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> sounds about right to me. Get the kids, yeah, in, get the kids know, in there and get them confused about what they're learning in right. English. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yes. and then have them go straight over for lunch and go, no, wait a minute. I thought we learned this. Do the this. tacos possess the burritos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taco possessed burrito? That sounds yummy. That'd be great, right? Mm. Oh, what would you do? Okay, so hold on. Let's let's talk about this. Oh man, dude, I'm visualizing this. So you know how Taco Bell for a while had that they had that uh was it called the not the double decker. Was it called the double decker taco supreme where it was basically a hard shell taco? Oh, inside a soft thick one. Inside yeah. a soft tortilla, like they basically I uh, I think beans or nacho cheese or something, spackle. Yeah. Spackling paste <laughs> to hold the tortilla on there how would you do this with a burrito and here's the way you do it okay go you you chop a tortilla into long strips and then deep fry the long strips okay and you put those in the burrito as kind of like an interior carapace and you put all your ingredients inside so it's still it's still you know your outside is a soft tortilla burrito yeah and then inside you've got these long crispy uh fried uh um tortilla strips and then your your contents inside that that sounds all right except i see a scenario where the crispy strips get too wet too fast yeah from being inside with the other stuff. yeah so the crunch you're requiring from those is going to be gone pretty quick yeah you can do that with so no ground brief ground brief no don't put any ground (laughs) brief no ground brief Uh uh-uh no ground brief you have to do like um a really well uh, uh drain shredded uh, pork, shredded chicken, sure. something like that. It's a little like right. their their the thing they did with Fritos for a while. What was that called? They had like a Frito burrito. 
where you could. Oh, uh, did they? Yeah. Did they just put they just put a bunch of Fritos in the burrito? Yeah, that was it. But they they branded it with Frito Lay, so it was you know it was actually I think they call it a Frito burrito if I remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that exactly, but it was really great if you got one fresh out of the things. It was crunchy as heck, but if not, you got yeah. little soggy corn chips in there, and it was bad. Huh. So, uh, but somebody in the chat right. just said I missed who it was. Uh, somebody puts Doritos in their in their burritos. That's great too. Little crunched up burritos. If I'm making one, I'll do that. That's Ooh. not a bad idea. Yeah, the, yeah. The beefy burrito, Dorito, Dorito burrito, burrito, Dorito burrito, <laughs> Mandito fajito. Yeah, perfect. That's Excellent. great. All we, right, we've reinvented fast food. Everybody, well done. Well done. Oh, Luke Stightwalker says there was both a Dorito burrito and a Frito burrito at Taco Bell. So, well, I knew there was the Dorito Shell Tacos. I didn't know there was a burrito uh, Dorito. Yeah, thing. apparently there was a Dorito burrito. Okay, and the Frito one, <laughs> uh, there's a, like a petition to get it back, or there was, and I don't know if it ever oh, really? happened. Yeah, I wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't part of that effort, but uh, seems people liked it. They missed it, and uh, haven't been to a Taco Bell. Oh my gosh, probably since the lockdown, or you know, since like May, or well. Probably since March, I haven't been to a Taco Bell, so it's been a long time. Wow. I'm sure. So, they're a- fine. AV Tech John just brought this up. This is very interesting. Mm. Um, which one of us do you think? And without looking at the chat, because now you're looking at the chat. You're oh no, I can look back at you now. I won't okay. look. I couldn't okay. see. All it. right. Uh, which one of us do you think is actually further south in our oh, in our oh. respective uh, geographically? Homes. Oh, geez. Geographically. Now, this is based on the cities in which we live, not necessarily our home placement within those cities, because we might actually get uh, a different result here. Oh, I see what you're saying. But you're saying the state, the bottom the bottom edge of the state? Not the state, no, the city that we live in. The city so, we South live in. South Jordan versus Arvada, which one is further south? Okay. Looking at your, this is a total guess here. Lati- looking at your latitude. Total guess here, but I'm going to say that you're more south because we're technically an extension of Salt Lake County, which puts us relatively north since Salt Lake is more north in our state than the rest of the state. We're pretty bottom heavy on the south. So so I'm guessing you're more south. Well, I was going to say uh, you're right. I mean, I was going to say you're wrong, yeah. um, but it looks like AV Tech accidentally flipped the numbers. <laughs> so maybe, so now I'm not exactly sure as he just said, okay, here we go. He did flip it. Okay. So, but here's the funny thing. We're less than a degree um, difference really? in latitude. Yeah, uh, you're at thirty nine point eight two degrees north, and I'm at forty point five seven degrees north. So I could so, I could throw a lateral football, and you could just step over the line and get the goal, and, and we win the goal, exactly, the touchdown, yes. and we if win. You were, if you yeah. were able to fire a football that far, yeah. it would it would be pretty much straight east. That's weird. By like a by like a, a hair. See, and that's only significant, though, until you remember that human beings are the ones des- that decided what orientation the world has. It's a little like Star Trek, where all the ships suddenly show up facing each other. No one's ever all skiwampus or whatever. <laughs> well, we do have a pole that everything kind of rotates around. So yeah. So, so our lines of latitude have to be perpendicular to that pole. No, that's true. But we we were the ones that decided we- that the pole was the point of origin for the latitude uh, latitude lines, right? And the sure. And so our our decision to do that well okay look at a flat map of but our the world. but our uh, but our distance would still be the same from that pole whether or not the latitude lines were uh, you know whether a degree was x amount versus a larger number or a smaller number yeah i'm just saying what if mankind said um the center of where we measure out from is in uh 
Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> I see what you're saying. You I see. I mean? it, it, it was it was our decision to to base it on the, the location of the pole. Right, and it's also when you lay out a flat map and you look at there's America, there's South America, there's Africa, there's mm-hmm. or, Europe, mm-hmm. there's all these continents. In the orientation that we always think of them in, is purely based on us thinking, yeah, that's cool, let's do that, instead of like shift it all <laughs> like it could have been any angle because space is space saying, yes. right there's yes. no right up or down <laughs> the continents had their own ideas of where they were going we didn't have much control over that no we didn't but, but we, we have decided to look like at it that way right like right yes just like if picard shows up and there's a bird of prey what should happen is the bird of prey should be right. way over here looking down <laughs> right exactly you know Upside maybe down. they'd be pointing towards each other but they certainly wouldn't be both right side up yeah so a lot of us or humans just like to have some order and patterns in our lives. We're like, you know mm-hmm. what? Here are the poles. Here are the things. This is the planet. Enjoy. Unless yeah. you're a flat earther and then I can't help. <laughs> well, on behalf of uh, of the world, I think I'm glad that we did decide to just settle on the on using the poles as a uh, as reference. Oh, I am for, too. Uh, I think scientifically it was the better choice, clearly. We've been able to do better yeah. better with that. If we'd have done it in Knoxville, Knoxville Tennessee... Just how screwy would that be? What a random place to put anything. Actually, it would have been some old world thing because, uh, you know, some ding dong in Italy would have came up with it uh, during like, I don't know, maybe the, I don't know what era. And he would have said, ah, yes, the center of the planet is right here at the Vatican. <laughs> you know, and then we'd all have to right, live exactly. with this The world does thing. revolve around the knee. Uh, right. Exactly. It's like years. It's like we make it. Hum, most most things we all just take for standard are such human constructs. It's fun to think mm-hmm. about it. Like mm-hmm. years. It's all based on the birth and death of Christ. Why isn't it all based sure. on the, uh, you know, why didn't in the 80s when the white Bronco was released, did they go, we are now one a B after Bronco <laughs> after Bro- after the uh, after OJ yeah after yeah, OJ <laughs> I don't know this kind of stuff cracks me up anyway funny. I would I would love to know actually what uh, who our listener like what our listener is with the the furthest south latitude like what do we have in South what do we have going on in South America oh, I'd love to you know? yeah we'd love to oh, know. I know we've got Australian listeners that's that's probably an easy yeah, they're the furthest. Well, so they would be the furthest, furthest west or east, depending on which direction you want to go, and also the and also the most southern, probably. But we're gonna hear from somebody's like, yeah, I'm here in uh, Arctic sub 200 degrees of zero uh, sure. station here in the southern uh, pole. And, oh, uh, I, I got a I got an email from a listener with a photo of their their Arctic station that they listened to that they were listening to Coverville in. That's cool. Yeah. That's really wish cool. they would have had a T-shirt that I, you know, I could have sent them a T-shirt that they could wear with their, you know, standing next to the South Pole or or. Oh, look at this TVZ gun! Is. This is great. Okay. Okay. What do you find? What do you find? How the North ended up on the top of the map? Oh, see, this is just what I was looking for. I wanted to learn is this. What you're talking about? Okay. Because look, it's completely flipped. <laughs> this is great. Uh, <laughs> why you... I like that this comes to us from America.AlJazeera.com. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Well, it's American Al Jazeera. They have a they have an English-speaking yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Uh, things change, exploration, life, resistance, blah, 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 the only part of the six million. Okay, it's there's a whole thing that, here. Uh, there's a whole thing, but it's, it talks about how it's shifted in the 15th century. But I, this is amazing. All right. It's funny when you look at the when you do look at the upside-down map. Yeah. How, because of the density of Canada and 
um, Russia and all that stuff. It kind of looks like there's little stuff on top, and then it drifts and kind of collects on the bottom of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a big, like a big drippy, goopy planet, uh-huh. just full yeah. of goop, and it's just all dripping down there. But then, ironically, see, it's funny. I always think, okay, you want to get colder, you go north. You want to get warmer, mm-hmm. you go south. But that's mm-hmm. only because of the orientation. It's not for any other reason, right? That I think right. of that. So, but in our heads, we go, ah, the north, the cold, windy north. The South, ah, hot tropical South. But really, you keep going south, you're going to get cold again, right? Uh, the, yeah, the, it's the, true. The world, the world, crazy stuff. Yeah, crazy stuff. Weird, the world, weird, wild stuff. Yeah. This world. Yeah, flat earthers see this, see this map and they figure if you just lean it up, that would be a <laughs> perspective view on it. That's accurate, man. And then you just got to make it about five miles thick. Yeah, that's it. Then you're done. That's what they don't you're want done. you to know, man. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, uh, I got yes. a, I got a question about how you say hello because maybe I've okay. been doing it wrong. Guy uh, walking past the house yesterday. I'm out front with a a diet. Oh no, I was drinking a Zevia. Had a nice cold. Zevia. Oh yeah, I like those Zevias. I yeah. like them a lot. They don't make me feel like crap when I drink them. Mm-hmm. Unlike most diet drinks. Anyway, so I'm drinking this uh, black cherry Zevia, the one you and I like a lot. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, best. They're not all the best. Sometimes, like their Dr. Pepper one is like drinking yeah, an IV yeah. off a dead person. It's gross. Their cola is not good. Yeah. No. So basically, I get the I get the regular box from Amazon of the Zevia, like their fruit flavor assortment. So it's got grape, orange, black cherry, grapefruit, I think. Grapefruit's good. Yeah. Grape soda's good. good. All those are good. Yeah. But for some reason, they're, they're standards. Well, I don't know the the um, the cola one. I can deal with when uh, once in a while, but the cherry cola version, blah, 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 it's not good. Anyway, <clears throat> I like them. All right, anyway, yeah. I like them. So I'm out there. You know, it's a hot day, enjoying a nice sippy drink. Starting to get some clouds. There's a little overcast going on. It's very nice. And I look out and I see a dude walking his little tiny uh, uh, French bulldog. Okay. Okay. It's those kinds of oh. like one of those dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's cute and everything. The the dog, not the guy. I'm not really into dudes. But, uh, <laughs> okay. He's walking. Thanks for clarifying. Thanks. Would have been my next question. Uh, yeah. I mean, never hurts to ask. So anyway, he's walking this dog and uh, and I go, hey, how's it going? Just being friendly. Mm-hmm. And he's out in front of the house uh, quite a ways from me, but enough for me to hear him. And he replies back and he goes, hello. <laughs> And just, that right. was Randy. It's good to see you, Randy. Yeah, I uh, hope say. you're doing well. Uh, <laughs> it's good to see you. See you on Film Sack this weekend? Cool. All right. We'll see you then. <laughs> no, it was like a weird, like, hello. Like that. That is interesting. And he yeah. didn't make a face. He didn't, like, I don't know, do anything <laughs> weird. He just kept walking. And I didn't know what, I mean, what do you say to that? I just sat there and and, and it mm-hmm. was fine. He, and this guy's got a mask on. He, his dog pooped. He picked it up. Put it in a bag he had with him. Like all the good neighborly things are happening. The con- the social contract is intact. But who says hello when they see? Maybe him? that's it. Yeah, that could just be his thing. Like he is just a he is a hello kind of guy in a hello kind of world. Yeah, and he wasn't like looking at me weird or like <laughs> he wasn't like uh, didn't uh, pull the, the mask down and lick his lips or anything. No, he didn't go nom, 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 hello. <laughs> Is that a Zevia? Would you like to share your Zevia with me? <laughs> I brought my own glass. <laughs> it was really weird. So anyway, just know that sometimes there are people who don't reply the way um, you expect them to. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, all. you know what? He's just got a uh, he's just got a, a deep uh, uh, a nice deep voice. He's mm-hmm. got a radio voice, and and he's going to use he's not it. Doing anything it. with it? That's yeah. right. Get a, get a job. No, he probably has a job. <laughs> all right, we got a uh, email here from a listener. This is from Armor Duke. Sorry, Armor Doc. Murdoch. Oh, a Murdoch. Our Murdoch. Okay. Well, at the top it says name and nickname Murdoch. Oh, you're right. I missed that part. Maybe his his first his first initial is A. His middle initial is R. Could be. Uh, he's also got the year 1994, so I assume he's my daughter's age, my oldest daughter's age. There you go. Seems Maybe. Like. I could be wrong. Maybe he just likes that year. It was a good year. Could be. Cool stuff happened in 94. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. Armor Doc. Armor Doc yes. says uh, this. Howdy, scrote and beans. Ugh. Uh, that means, <laughs> hold on. That means you are encased I'm, inside I'm the of testicles. me yeah. sure yeah you're yeah, inside you're, of me brian you're, you're surrounding me, me. yeah <laughs> you are the sack in which i reside right you gotta keep a good temperature and you know all that don't wear tight underwear that sort of thing all right right on tmspm from july 24th that's uh, utah's state stated day <laughs> you guys joked about someone wearing their wives underwear as a play as a face mask to enter a business all fun and games until you see it yourself when our county's mask ordinance... <laughs> no, I think it becomes even more fun in games when you see it yourself. <laughs> I agree. I tend to agree. He says this. Yeah. Uh, when our county's mask ordinance went into effect, effect, some people weren't prepared. One of the regulars at the laundromat I work at, who already sorry, who already drives a big yellow truck advertising crow bones? Orgasm, crow bones. Cro- orgasm, orgasm power for women? What is that? I'm looking it up. Crow bones. Crow bones. Crow bones. I've never heard of. Uh, That's new to me. Oops. Never I heard. I typed of. it in the wrong place. I thought I hit Command T. Crow bones. Crow bones. Um, what do we got there? I am not seeing. I don't see. I am not seeing anything. Oh, here that, it is. Oh, geez. Did you find it? Okay. Oh, was it with a Z? Yeah, it's no? uh, it's oh, zero. it is a, with, it's with a Z. Yeah, there it's it with is. a Z. Okay. <laughs> okay, so it's some kind of power. Yeah. It's like a tool. Oh yeah, thing. look at that thing. Oh, look at that. Jeez, it's a plumbus. I'm not gonna show these guys that thing. <laughs> it is it is basically a plumbus. Ugh. They should just call it a plumbus. That's what they should do. <laughs> <laughs> the photo the photo that's got the woman in the thing. There's not it's not uh it's not pornographic. It's not pornographic. No, but it's it's problem it's, uh... it's problematic. It's problematic. <laughs> I really don't like it. The, the fact that it's on a on a caveman looking bone yeah. is probably the best part. Yeah, it looks like somebody. It's actually kind of disturbing. It don't, is. Don't yes. look this up, chat room. Don't look it up. It's weird. <laughs> don't definitely look it up. Or definitely do if you want. This anyway. Is... It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> this photo, I'm sorry, this this photo is just the best one. I kind of want to put it in the uh, put it in Discord. Let me see. I'll put it in Discord, and then I'll throw uh, it up if it's uh, worthy of uh, public display. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not posting that. No, it's not going up. All right, okay. Uh, I mean, there's nothing. It's just there's... foul. Nobody wants that in the morning. <laughs> 
Plus, she's got that like, thing, that bone. It's like how they how they uh, see if the turkey's ready in, on Thanksgiving in other countries. Yeah, that's what you should. Exp- that should be a caption. How do you make sure your turkey is prepared properly for Thanksgiving? Yes, uh, great. Anyway, right. so anyway, back to Chrome yeah. Bones lady, uh, car, truck lady, person. Yes, oh, yes, the guy, the yellow, the, the guy uh, drives the big yellow truck advertising this. So it says this. Uh, one of the regulars of laundromat came in there wearing, and again, truck with those advertisements on it. Uh, comes in wearing a bright pink thong over his face. It's a he, by the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, to do the to do his laundry, we didn't have affirm or alternatives to offer, so I had to accept it. Also, unsurprisingly, I live in Florida. Mm, there that, you go. That image is now scorched into my mind. Be careful what you wish for. Love the show, though. Says Murdoch. Yeah, so right. Murdoch, I think uh, you should have gotten a picture or something of this. Oh yeah, no kidding. I think. God, I, th- I think if you're going to put underwear on your face, the thong is probably the worst one. Oh, yeah. Well, right? no, I mean, the crotchless probably would be the worst one. But as far as, like, underwear that is that that is somewhat contained, yeah, the thong is going to be your most useless uh, face mask. Yeah, how's that going to help you at all? Barely helps you with what it's actually for. You know what I mean? Yeah. By the way, I'm I'm gonna I'm wondering how long you're gonna want to keep this photo in our Discord because oh, every really... time you look over at it, you're gonna see it. Yeah, you can probably delete it now if you want. All right, you yeah. want me to? Yeah, All I right. think so. Unless you unless you want Bill to come into that. Yes, you know what I do. I want <laughs> let's see what Bill says. I love this idea. What will Bill think? <laughs> Maybe he'll make a replica. I don't know. Maybe he'll get Maybe, inspired. Maybe or or a jury for that matter. You never what know. What are we looking at here? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> he'll tell us to unfriend him then all right yes right exactly uh all right well well done on that uh we are going yes. to do some... Can I make this wider again you, you actually yeah i didn't oh, mean you, to you... i didn't mean oh to you did that. it on person not, or in, on purpose no it was an person. accident i screwed up okay I th- i'm sorry and i keep doing it the same time you're doing it no, you're, you're... i'm not going to do it anymore there we go. So not... <laughs> i'm no longer doing it that's right uh all right, all right. time so, uh... for this right here in the news is sponsored by nabisco you'll find quality in our corner it's not actually true but anyway hey it's the news brought to you by Brought to you by, we're nearing the end of the Current Geek Chronicles Kickstarter. Get in there at support.currentgeek.com. Yep, we're near the end. We funded, but uh, there's uh, stretch goals and other stuff. If you're interested, check it out. Go look at it. Also, the first episode is already up on the feed. The others are still in production, but you can get it at currentgeek.com. It's a normal feed. You don't have to resubscribe to anything. It's just right there. And for those confused about it, when this thing finishes, all of it goes out to whoever wants it you're not we're not limiting to this just to the kickstarter people they get their own sets of rewards the whole idea was to fund this as a public available podcast effort so the world will have it make the world get it by the way lead actress in a comedy series the nominees are mm. oh i forgot to mention uh, earlier we're gonna kind of keep around from uh the mazel thing oh the mazel uh, both deal. lead actresses in dead to me okay. christine applegate and linda cardellini okay Catherine o'hara for schitt's creek oh it's ray for insecure all right and tracy ellis ross for blackish i would give it to schitt's creek schitt's creek the, because Catherine yeah Catherine yeah. o'hara's had an amazing long career she deserves this that's right give that to her that's right all right, Brian. They're doing keep... a weird thing. This yeah. so they've got the video where uh, Josh Gad is in is apparently in his in his closet. Yeah. Um, and to keep it interesting, because usually they're in front of a podium. Yeah. They uh they're moving the camera back and forth on a big uh display that has his picture in the middle of it. Okay. So it's like it feels like somebody's going. <laughs> 
Why are they doing that? That sucks. I don't know. I don't know. Variety talk series, pretty much the same thing. Daily Shuffle, Frontal, Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert. Okay. All your oh, usual stuff. But now Leslie Jones apparently is in front of a green screen and she's walking in front of the square of Josh Gad. Whoa. 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 I don't know if I like should that. I give you, should I give you a link so you can... Uh... Yeah, let's get it. keep our eyes on this. So okay. just, uh, you know, we, we like to check out the Emmys every year. Normally it's some sort of like public... Uh, what do you call it? A uh, uh, a thing uh, where they public service? Uh, no, where... <laughs> where, they, where they get up in front of a camera in public and uh, together with some sort of entourage uh, announce these things. But mm -hmm. instead, this this thing is just a lot of floating heads. Uh, yeah, let's see. it's let's weird. A it's here. a it's a Leslie Jones walking in front of a floating head. Josh Gad. Oh, and he just turned into um, that's um, uh, the one from Orange Is the New Black. What's her name? Frida von Slapper. Burr, burr, burr. I don't remember her name. Yeah, that's exactly exactly right. She's awesome, though. She's really uh, awesome. Laverne Cox. There you go, Laverne Cox. All right, Laverne so Laverne Cox, Cox has uh, had some teeth work done. Doesn't look amazing. Uh, <laughs> let's see what she says. All right, she's talking. Oh, I, can't, I don't have the audio. She's in, she's in her kitchen. There's a refrigerator behind her. All right, Lead so actor in a drama series, Jason Bateman Ozark. Yeah, we got the, ba the Bateman. Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown. From what? Oh, this, this is, is us. us, okay. Mm -hmm. What else we got? Steve here? Carell, the morning show. Steve Carell, the morning show. The morning, the morning stream. Uh, show, 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 not stream. Brian Cox, uh -huh. succession. They're not there related. No relation. Brian Cox. To, to Brian Cox? Cox? Yeah. No, no, different Billy Coxes. Porter. To Brian Cox and Laverne Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Two different Cox. Oh, Billy Porter from Posse. Uh, you oh yeah, Posse. There's the Posse. Good to see. Posse. <laughs> Jeremy Strong from Succession. So Succession getting a couple uh, nods outstanding in the drama series. In a drama series. Oh, Jason Bateman is looking older there. Well, yeah. Yeah, you can only look like a 25-year-old for yeah. so long. Actress. Oh, lead actress. All right, we'll stay for this. All these. right, lead actress. We'll do this one. I, I'm bummed that we missed the, uh, the series the nominations. Show. Or yeah. maybe we haven't. Jennifer Anderson, Morning Stream. Or, sorry, Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> That one was accidental, right? I can yeah. tell that. Oh, Olivia Coleman, we like her. Olivia Coleman, the Crown. We yeah. just, I just wanted to win so she can give another awesome uh, acceptance speech. Yeah, she's dude, she was amazing. Ooh, that Jodie Comer. Jodie Comer. Yeah. I, I, I dig her a lot. Brian's got a secret uh, thing for her. I, there's nothing secret about my crush for Jodie Comer. Laura Linney. Oh. They should say her eyeballs are wrecked. Oh, Sandra Rosemary. <laughs> so. Zendaya. Uh, Oh geez, Euphoria. relax. Oh, I was a little, little excited about Zendaya. Yeah, we might have a little. Mary Jane Watson. Yeah. That's funny because I always thought it was pronounced Zendaya. Yeah, I always Zendaya? thought it was Zendaya. Isn't it Zendaya? Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Is it Zendiagram? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Well, I'll we'll keep an eye we'll, on this if there's anything. We'll check else back for the interesting stuff. But uh, well yeah. done, Laverne Cox and Brian Cox. All right. <laughs> Two cocks from different mothers. All right. What are we doing here? Wow. That, that came out wow. wrong. That came out totally wrong. Wow. I didn't mean any kind of meaning there, okay? Just leave your emails <laughs> where they are. All right. <clears throat> Let's get into the news. We have a story here about the Pentagon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This says, uh, Pentagon has reportedly found off-world vehicles not made of this earth or from this earth. <gasps> really? Aliens. Okay. Brian. The Pentagon is saying this? The this is Pentagon. Kind of, uh, why is this? The why are we Pentagon. finding out from New York Magazine and not like some, you know, breaking news? My guess is, is it might be bullcrap, but let's find out. Ooh. In March, okay. astrophysicist Eric W. Davis, who spent years working as a consultant for the Pentagon UFO program, 
uh, is and is now a defense contractor, gave a classified briefing to the defense department on what he called, quote, off-world vehicles not made on this earth, unquote. In other words, spaceships! Mm -hmm. That's what they're jumping to anyway. The bombshell quote came from the last latest US, uh, UFO report in the New York Times, which uh, has owned the beat for the last several years. In December of 2017, the paper reported on the existence of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, which is apparently a thing. Uh -huh. um, they showed up my door one day and said, whoops, sorry, sir, it was a mistake. Anyway, a Pentagon <laughs> effort to investigate UFOs, which is supposedly shuttered in 2012, but probably is still going on. The article hailed as historical infection, uh, inflection point uh, in our attitudes regarding UFOs implied the same message that the most recent one does. Basically, flying saucers are real. According to the Times, uh, Zubba Zubba, they're talking about a, a mysterious aerial vehicle. It was renamed and, and moved to a different part of the Pentagon. The effort remains active, says this article. Uh, says here, uh, okay, the ex-director of, of the predecessor program told the Times that the new program is moving toward an era of transparency. Oh, they're going to let us know what's going sure, on. Sure, sure. We're going to show you areas 50 through 59. Yeah, and there you, you look go. at all of our areas. Yep, all our areas. <laughs> probe our areas. Yeah, probe this area, please. Can I can I interrupt really quickly with some please. breaking news? Breaking news. Breaking news. Lead actor in a limited series or movie. You've got Hugh Jackman, Paul Mescal, Jeremy Pope, Jeremy Irons from uh, Watchmen, and Mark Ruffalo. From I know this much is true. Oh, they did get it in for the timing. They did, they did get it in in time. So if uh, he doesn't win, I'm quitting the Emmys. Right, I'm, I'm with you. You know what? You're, he's so good. Oh my gosh, you guys, he's you're so not good. wrong. He's so good in it, and it's not yes. just like regular Ruffalo. RR. It's no, not that. No, no, it's not your. It's not your. Uh, it's not your Bruce Banner. Your Bruce and or David Banner. No, and he's fine <laughs> at those things too. Like he's great at that, right? But this yeah. is a step beyond. This is something else. It's really, really good. That's right. Exactly. All right. Well done. How about the uh, did the lady? Who are the ladies for the best uh, lady actor drama? Oh, I'll let me get to that. I paused on this screen so that I could. Uh, oh, here we go. Lead actress. It's Tatiana Maslany from uh, uh, Orphan Black, who's leading re uh, reading these off. Kate Blanchett from Mrs. America. Okay, we like her. Uh, then you got your uh, uh, Shira Haas from Unorthodox, uh -huh. which Tina I think watched for a little bit. Uh, Regina King from Watchmen. Oh, she was great. She was great. That, yeah. Uh, Octavia Spencer for Self Made. Okay. And oh. Carrie Washington from Little Fires Everywhere. That was also really good. Oh, yeah. You recommended that, I think. Mm hmm. Right? That's it. There you go. Kate Blanchett, Shira Haas, Regina King, Octavia Spencer, and Carrie Washington are all your lead actresses. Regina King, baby. Limited. Give it to Regina King. Just give it to her. Yeah. Just get, just hand it to her. All right. <laughs> What's her name from SNL that's on screen here? Who's the, uh, Leslie Jones? Leslie Jones. This is an interesting group grouping of people. They should have had them it all is. do like she's doing, not just do the closet box. Just have them all stand in a green screen. Right. And oh, unbelievable! So limited series, unbelievable, yeah. uh, unorthodox. These are just like your your best limited series. Watchmen. I missed the first couple. They're going to show them all. Little Fires Everywhere, Mrs. America, Unbelievable, Unorthodox, and Watchmen. Surprisingly, I know this much is true, not nominated for Best Limited Series. Which That's is, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Are you kidding me? Also, Dev should be on there. Oh, yeah, right. Dev should be on there now, for that sure. might That might not have made the cutoff, actually. Okay, well, it better next year then, because 
Otherwise, I lose yeah. faith in these dumb awards. <laughs> yeah, sure. These awards I already don't have a lot of faith in. I know. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, you know, for me, they're just a good way of like, oh, yeah, I forget about Succession. I need to watch that. Or yeah. I forget about Pose. I need to check that out. Things like that. So it just gives me a, uh, a way to check out stuff that I forgot about. Well, the bottom line here is even though they haven't shown the stuff from mm -hmm. the alien parts and pieces they say they have, mm -hmm. yeah. they say that they are going to be more transparent about such things and that they do have a bunch of stuff they can't explain and that we, the people, will finally get to know more. At, at least according to this one person. This, this one, one person. Guy, yes. This one dude. Who, this one whistleblower. Uh-huh. As we know, he will blow the whistle. <laughs> That's right. Do you uh, want to know? They're doing comedy series. Do you want to know best comedy series? I'm gonna give me let me guess a couple. Well, one of sure. them I saw because I'm ahead of you on the stream, but I saw yeah. I saw yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm. And let me guess the rest of them. Um, okay. Oh, this such this actually is a really good list. Uh, the Good Place on there. Good Place is on there. Okay. Final season always gets a nod. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, geez. Uh, I can't think of anything else. All right. Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek's on there. Shit's Creek is on there. Yep. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Dead to Me, The Good Place, Insecure, The Comiskey Method, Mrs. Maisel, Shit's Creek, and What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. Now I'm torn. No. Uh, yeah, I know. Shit's Creek, What We Do in the Shadows. Those two would be my picks. Curb Your, Curb Your Enthusiasm was, it was a great season for that. Curb always wins, know. though, doesn't it? Hasn't it won before? It's won before. Uh, maybe. Right? If maybe. it's already won, they should give it to Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek is already Yeah. Won. Cause they, yeah. I don't know. That that's the little show that could, man. I love that thing. It totally is, yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. Yes. A homeless man was drowned in the Bellagio fountain in Las Vegas. Yes. Oh man, this is a, a kind sad of, kind of situation. Awful. Yeah, this is no good. Yeah. Around 10 a.m., a local transient individual interacted with tourists near the fountain before he entered the water, according to Las Vegas Police Captain Dory Corin. Uh, the man swam toward the middle of the area of the fountain, turned around, and when he was about halfway through and then began to tread water as he approached the area where he entered it, uh, says the man was talking to himself before he jumped in. When he started struggling, he shouted, help, help, help. Uh, she told the newspaper that is when she called 911. Police did not arrive on the scene for 10 or 15 minutes. Why didn't somebody hmm. jump in there and get him out? I don't know. I mean, I think... Um, I would have jumped in uh, there. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I would have uh, said, hold my phone, Brian, and I would have jumped in. I was... I was surprised to find out that the Bellagio Fountain is like 11 feet deep. Well, that's deeper than I would have thought, or 12. too. Yeah, I was thought, all right, maybe like six, seven feet deep. Because all you need are just those the, the fountain things, right? Well, Mitzula had, uh, he'll hear this, I'm sure. Mitzula had a picture or some video of some lady that got into the Venetian uh, mm -hmm. moat. Or what's that called? The, the river thing that goes through the whole <laughs> Venetian or is it in the Venetian? Oh, the canal. The canal. The, canals. the uh, Venetian canal. Yeah, yeah, the Venetian canal. Somebody, lady fell in there, and he was just talking about how that probably is the worst water on this planet. Oh, it's just God. Like the it's got to be. Yeah, she got yeah. banned from I'm the I'm sure they've got a filter on it, but there's stuff in Vegas that, that won't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That'll pass right through a normal filter. I've got your drama series. All right, you give it to drama me. Series? Yep, give it to me. A big, couple big surprises on here that we are excited about. All right. Better Call Saul. Great. The Crown. Great. Handmaid's Tale. Oh, good. Killing Eve. Yeah. The Mandalorian. <gasps> what? Yeah. Ozark, Stranger Things, and Succession. Hold on. I should have been ready with this when you say... Oh. <laughs> the you Mandalorian. Say, you go, the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. See? 
Dude, I can't believe that made that yeah. list. That's crazy to me. I know. This is and this is a stellar lineup of eight shows, seven of which I've seen. <laughs> oh, that's great. I still haven't seen succession, but everything else on here is like, oh, that's a good pick. Didn't These Mr. Mr. Robot won last year? Maybe that one was for the final season last year, everybody who's concerned about no Mr. Robot. I don't think yeah, Mr. Don't Robot know. would have been this year, I don't think. Would it? I don't know. I don't know how this works. But I know Rami Malik won for that before. Or maybe I'm thinking of his Oscar as uh, Freddie Mercury. Now I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Anyway, there you go. That's uh, that's that's the end of the broadcast. I missed all the previous nominations, but if there's anything in, uh, important to know, then we'll, we'll, we'll fill you in. tomorrow on yeah, yeah, uh, TMS. We'll break yeah. into whatever your regular daily programming is and tell you. Okay. That's right. We'll actually, right. We'll start up a new stream. Yep. <laughs> Interrupt whatever you're doing. That's right. Bring you on in. Best, best reality show goes to a woman poking a crombus or whatever this thing is called with a, uh, with a caveman bone. Yep. What is it? The crow bones. Crow bones. Crow bones. <laughs> I had never heard of that until today. That's the very first me time. Me neither. I just look at this. I just, it's cracking me up. Look at this one. I can't wait for Bill and, and Jerry to. <laughs> Oh, you know, Jerry's going to ask me. Okay, shh, nobody say anything to Jerry, okay? Well, I want to yeah, see what he does. Right, exactly. He's yes. not listening yet, I'm sure, because he's probably just rolling out of bed. So I'm even I'm even going to delete the Emmy nomination YouTube link so that uh, so that this is just right there in his face <laughs> when he connects in. All right. This will be good. Okay. Uh, where are we now? Oh, uh, I had it wrong. One bystander did try to jump in and save the man, but came out of the fountain mm. on his own safely. Uh, wasn't able to, to, to get to him. Oh. Um, Oh yeah, police have also pulled another man out of the fountain around the time around that same time of the drowning. Uh, that was an unrelated incident, and she called that a person little, a little mentally wow. unstable. Wow. Okay. Seems like that's a given, but also I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Vegas has a really bad homeless problem, and they do. Yeah. There's a lot of people living under the city who Those, have some uh, serious mental tunnels. illness. Yeah, it's really bad. Mm-hmm. If you've never seen any of but that, go look for it because it's crazy. But it's surprising to hear that these things all happening right around the same time when we never heard about anybody jumping in or dying in the Bellagio Fountain before. Yeah. Do you think it was happening? We just weren't being told because it was so busy there and now there's less people. So maybe it's a bigger deal. Like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't That's know weird. Either. I don't know. Was it the year? Was it 2018? We were there and they had the fire in the. Oh, what year was it? Oh, no, no. That's oh, well, Kim there was the I... fire on the top of the uh, Monte Carlo. Yeah, and I think that was just Kim and I were there now that I think about it. We were there for a, for just to hang, just to be there. Uh, no, I think that was the year of the coverthon. I want to say that, uh, that that happened right around the time that, um, that coverthon was going on. Although, well, this had to have been the last couple of years because I was at, the, oh. I was at the, the Grand at the time. And they wouldn't let us drive down the strip again because the fire had shut down the strip. Oh, okay. Um, so no, that is a different. That is a different thing. But I can't remember if it was a TMS Vegas or if it was just me and her down there. I think maybe it was just us down there. Because the Monte Carlo fire was years ago. Yeah. Plus, now it's yeah. Plus, if I was at the now. if I was at the Grand, oh, it was the it was the it was the Bellagio. They had a fire. Oh. Uh, okay. Now I remember there there was a fire on some floor of the Bellagio, and it was coming out of the window. It was a big deal at the time. They shut down the entire strip. We were at the Grand downtown. And that's why it must have not been TMS because we never did the grand during the TMS stuff. So it was no, always no, definitely not. Yeah. Um, right. Oh, and Sarah says, "Yeah, wasn't there something in Cosmo too? There totally was. I remember watching live video of fire above the. It was above the pool, or it was at the pool, and like the plastic uh, palm trees and chairs and stuff were all melting. And, Ooh, uh, 
there we go monte carlo fire was january 26 2008 so same year as the cover coverville 500 but um it's not during a it. few months earlier yeah okay. five months earlier would that have been not yeah it wouldn't have been during ces it would have been just after i guess oh yeah uh, ces announced their it's it's all uh They're going remote. virtual yeah, yeah this year this coming year so i don't know what that should that tell means, people uh, tom but... gets to stay at home and save some money and yeah <laughs> that's right gets to watch her from the comfort yeah. of his comfy chair Oh, there you go. April 14th, 2017 was the Bellagio Hotel fire. Okay. Yes. That's when Kim and I were there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And we were glad we were downtown that day because yeah. if we were stuck up in the strip somewhere, it would have sucked. I got to say, I, I you know, I fully appreciate um, both AV Tech John and um, who's the other person who does looking at, like, looks up a lot of stuff for us. I don't see him in the chat room this time around. I remember his name, but... Um, mm. There are fact checkers or are are yeah you, know, you guys can be official fact checkers if you want you can make we'll it. make you guys the official fact checkers yeah. of uh, tms uh yeah. av tech john formerly known as drone chad the drone guy yeah I we ever, we ever get something wrong please feel free swoop in mm-hmm. and and fix us okay that's right exactly uh here's a story about a uh the coronavirus you may have heard of it <laughs> uh, or at least one version of it called COVID-19. Don't know what happened to the other 18, says dumb people. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Why didn't we figure this out with the last 18 COVID? That was, I think the last time I saw any kind of cable news was some dingus who said out loud on the air. Uh, I can't remember what the thing was, but it was like, why have previous they were they were being mad at like the last six or seven administrations both democratic and republican saying well we've had 18 others of these and why were those never solved before we had to get to number 19 (laughs) and i looked at the tv and went i can never watch anything like this again this is the worst thing i've ever heard anyone say kelly and conway who said that yeah was it yes it was a fox news interview or something and uh so they were or giving maybe, her heat for oh that's right they were giving her, they were asking they were drilling her about the response to the current situation from the administration yes, and exactly. she said well what about one through eighteen or whatever right and yes. I went no it's nineteen for the year it was discovered <laughs> exactly yes if it was twenty seventeen it'd be called COVID seventeen you dummies you dummies <laughs> I couldn't do it anymore that was it no more cable yeah. news for me ever I'm done not that I really done did much before that but you know you catch yeah. it once in a while and i just said no this is like this is like caustic acid for my eyeballs i'm not watching this anymore <laughs> all right oh really robbie digital 10k says that her daughter is on tiktok making fun of her kellyanne conway it's funny you've never heard about kellyanne conway having a daughter but she's well her husband rips on rips on her well, her yeah. husband's like polar polar opposite of her super liberal it's i can't imagine well, I don't know if With he's liberal. Angry, he's a angry he's a sex is like in that house. He's a Republican. He's just can't stand <laughs> Trump. And so he's not a liberal or anything. Oh, he's not. Okay. I thought he was. No, no, no. He's a conservative. You know, he's, there's still there's still some angry sex going on. Oh, I guarantee house. it. Or it's the or they love it, I think. Right? Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah. they oh, got yeah. this weird thing where she comes home and goes, Yeah, we're putting some kids in cages. Wanna know what Trump said today? Yeah, you want to hear this thing? <laughs> we put some more kids in cages. <laughs> Do you know what else we're doing? We're going to send some more people to Portland and fight them. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ugh, I don't want to, oh, I don't want to even think about yeah. that. 
All right. Anyway, we should listen to some music, Scott. Wash our brains out with some some we, sweet sweet tunes. We really should. I'm going to save this order or this uh, article for tomorrow because we really didn't get to it. Uh, all right. Uh, tomorrow is the day we'll do that. But today we got to play a song and break this thing up a little bit. It's Havsy's time, and Brian brought a song. So what is it? Yeah, we're going to go to Long Beach, but not the Long Beach that you're expecting. Long Beach, Mississippi. I didn't know there was a Long Beach, Mississippi, mm. uh, for a guy named Ty Treherne who um, is following up his debut ep called the sound from january 2019 nominated for best local songwriter and album of the year and song of the year uh by signature magazine and festival south last year this is brand new track it's awesome it's called the air here is ty treherne all right we'll be right back
Hey, you guys. This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Remember the days when you were ready to go? Remember that? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. And what is your name, my son? Ninnaman Nipnan. His name is Cinnamon Biscuit. I am not a robot. I am a unicorn. This is the morning stream. There you go. Legacy podcasters, hard at work. That's officially how much coffee I have left. Oh, let's see here. Okay, we're looking. Oh, that's yeah. not a lot, Brian. No, it's not a lot. Yeah, pouring it into the... Pour that over your head and absorb the it. The Ember coffee mug. <laughs> exactly. Only only fills up the Ember mug about halfway. Oh, this is not going to be good. Nope. You might I'm need to get more. i jury with that, uh, with that little amount of coffee. Are you kidding me? Maybe jury stuff will be like boring politics things, and you can just go oh. fill it up. Oh, okay. I thought you meant it'll keep make me fall asleep. Oh no, it's like you, you could sneak away, you know, just like uh, I could sneak away. Put a card. Well, who says I don't already? Anytime jury comes on. That's a good point. I never, oh, I never really look kidding. at the camera, but uh, he might. All right, we're about to pull Bill in. Let's see how he uh, feels about all this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what you mean about all what. Mm, he forgot what's in the chat right there. In the- Oh, yes. How do you feel about that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, I know what's going on now. It's this right here. Hold on. Shit. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. It's Bill Duran from the Pacific Northwest joining us, as he always does on Tuesdays, to talk about the world of making things. Bill, welcome to the show. Good morning, friends. How are you? Uh, good morning. Doing pretty good. Yeah. Got a decent night's sleep. A little warm around here. Don't have AC, so that's a problem. But other than that, <laughs> did you see the uh, punished prop Brian put in our chat in the Discord there? <laughs> oh, I missed it. No. <laughs> it's from uh, the conversation earlier. It's, we were. It's hoping, a very punished prop. Yeah, wow. We were hoping to freak you out with it a little bit. It's something we learned about today, but uh, sadly, I see that now. Yeah, you, <laughs> you see it now. You'll never unsee it. It's something and called. I, it's bo- what's it called, Brian? Bone. Crone bone? Crowbo- crow bones. It's apparently a thing. We, we don't recommend seeking no. too much more information. One, uh, of no. our, one of our listeners uh, saw somebody wearing a thong pair of underwear as a face mask in Florida, and yeah. they drove a big yellow crow bones truck, and we yeah. had to look up and see what crow bones yeah, were. Yeah, we had to find out what that meant. So now we know. Do you think it's like a crowbar bone? Oh, I didn't think of that. Sounds right. Yeah. yeah. I'm wow. not still less interested now that you said it's a crow bone. Crow, crow bone. <laughs> 
Good Lord. Anyway, hey, Bill, it's always a pleasure to have you here. So uh, let's dive right in. What's going on with you today? Uh, so not going to I don't want to make anyone feel bad, but I'm in this group, too, of artists who own many sketchbooks that don't have any sketches in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me. Mm. You, because you guys, I would, you know, you guys are artists. Mm-hmm. Imagine you probably purchased many, many sketchbooks. Oh yeah. And, and are you in a similar boat as me, where most of them lie empty? Uh, similar, but not quite the same. I have a lot of sketchbooks, and all of them have something in it. Yes. But about uh, halfway through the first, the first dozen pages. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then they go blank for the rest of the book, and then I see uh, another shiny yeah. one at the store, and I go, "Ooh, look at this sketchbook!" And I yeah. take that home, and then you well, get another. The paper 12 pages feels in. great on this one. Forget my old crappy sketchbook. I want this new one. Yeah, I do. And if I time. buy this new sketchbook, I have to get all new pencils. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Exactly. I am. I am happy yeah. to say that I still have some very full, complete sketchbooks from my Good. high school days that are just like tucked away somewhere. They. The yeah. art is garbage because it was high school, but mm-hmm. uh, still, you know, back then I thought I'm drawing every moment of the day and I will never stop. Leave me alone. I'm drawing like that was kind of my <laughs> attitude. And these yeah. days it's like, well, I can kind of start a sketchbook and then I'll forget. And, you know, that's I, I have I, I have many. Uh, most of them are half full. And uh, yeah, when I was younger, especially in high school, I was just drawing was a distraction so i did it all the time unfortunately most of the drawing i did in high school was in the margins of all my schoolwork, mm-hmm. and i don't have any of that anymore mm-hmm. yeah uh, so anyway sketchbooks are great i think creative people of any type should keep a sketchbook or a, a notebook if you're a musician you want to write words down you get a notebook something like that uh, and it's something i wish i had really stuck with more in the last like 20 years mm-hmm. pretty, basically since college uh, in art school, we were required to keep a sketchbook, and we had to turn in sketches regularly. But once I was no longer required, it kind of fell off. Yeah. That's what happens, <laughs> right? Sometimes the motivation yeah. leaves when there's no uh, overlord telling you what to do. Yeah, yeah. Or it's just the drawing was drawing was no longer the distraction that it was when I was in high school. Um, drawing was now a, a chore, a task, mm-hmm. part of my job. Yeah. No, I get um, that. Totally understand. A uh, quick side note, too. I actually have a sketchbook. Uh, I still have it here that I stole from my mom <laughs> when I was in high school, mm-hmm. right before I went to college. She found a sketchbook that she bought when she was in college in the 70s. Oh, wow. And it was completely empty. Except, oh, okay. except for her name. Yeah. Her, not Duran, by the way, her, her maiden name. Uh-huh. And her old address and her old phone number from the seventies. Wow! She went the, to the effort, went to the extent to personalize it, but not yes. actually put any art into it. Yeah. Exactly. She there was a point in like <laughs> nineteen seventy six where she bought that brand new smell that was like this is amazing. I'm going to fill it with art. Put my name on it. Everything. Mm-hmm. She closed it, put it on a shelf, and then never looked at it again. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that is but, a bummer. I got to use it, and right next to her name and address is my first address uh, for the first college I went to, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. That is, and that then is I actually, cool. I actually used it. Uh, you, did, about, again, you did put some more into it than your just than your address. Exactly. Yes, I did. I did use it, um, but that was the one I, I used when I was in college, and I was required. Yeah, because again, you had um, to. You had to do it. They made you. They made had you to do it. But yeah. now that I have it, and I, I've recently gone back through it, it's really f- super fun. Um, that animation I talked about last week, the uh, the storyboarding that we did 
where it was at least the part I storyboarded was in that sketchbook. So I'd go back and be like, look at that. Oh my goodness. I can yeah. remember all the goofy stuff and compare the, um, the, uh, uh, storyboards to the final product and actually be impressed that we, we did what we set out to do. It, yeah. it told the story really well. So I, that was pretty validating. I had a college professor who told me, um, when I wasn't even there yet, he was, uh, it was for a two week camp during my senior year where we went to the college and then spent two weeks there living in the dorms and doing art stuff. Uh, it was just an art camp. Anyway, it was great. And it was mostly, <laughs> it was mostly a lot of us trying to figure out who to make out with every night. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> um, he, uh, it was it was pretty interesting. And the one thing I'll never forget is this dude said, look, I'm telling you, I don't care how bad of an artist you think you are or how bad of an artist you actually are. If you draw an hour a day in a sketchbook or even break it up into 15 minute increments, you do that mm-hmm. every day and you do that for like a year. You'll be as good as anybody who walks in here with a bunch of talent like you. That mm-hmm. will that will get you to where you want to be. And um, that's when I went nuts. I was just like. I'm going to take it to heart. I'm going to draw in this sketchbook every day and I'm never going to stop. And I didn't. I just kept going, yeah. and kept going, kept going until, I don't know, until actual college time. And then I kind of slacked off. But the point is, I still think that's true. I still think it's a, you know, it, it, it goes to that whole 10,000 hour concept of yep. just keep yeah. going. And the more you do it, the better you get. Even if you don't notice it, the curve happens and you get better. And before you know it, people want, your, you know, they want to hire you. You want to do, you know, I, I got a book. I want an illustrator. Sweet. I'll be your guy. Yeah. That kind of thing just starts to happen. So sketchbooks, they're awesome. Absolutely fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think a, a trap that I fall into sometimes is a lot of the work I do is digital mm-hmm. um, and, and uh, not like digital drawing, like CAD work, right? Or 3D modeling. Um, and I think, oh, I'll just crack open fusion and get started right mm-hmm. or i'll just open maya and just start i'll sketch there you can't see it but i'm making air quotes i'm sketching yeah. in maya um and i and i i am convinced that every single project that i handled that way if i had done a quick sketch beforehand and just sort of work it out a little bit yeah then the 3d modeling would have been quicker easier or at least i would have got to the final product i wanted uh, more reliably mm-hmm. if I had done a drawing first. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. Similarly with the, the real world fabrication I do, the props and stuff that I make, um, uh, the drawing is almost like building it the first time and the cost is very low. Very quick sketch. You can kind of work out some dimensions if that's important. Sure. Um, th- all sorts of stuff like that. I sketch, most of the sketching I do nowadays is when I need to build a piece in in 3d let's say uh i will draw this a schematic with pen and paper and then i'll uh scan it and chuck it in fusion and i use that to lay out the uh the model and then when i 3d print that thing it is usually almost kind of exactly what i wanted mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, awesome. and that's this this right here is that exact thing oh man it's so washed out you can't really see it on uh no it looks just white oh it that's does, an ex- yeah now i sort of see it <laughs> Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. If I get really close, you can see my sketch for a um, a thing that's yes. going to go on the board behind me and hold the uh, hold Thor's hammer. Oh, yeah, cool! Needed, Are you three D printing measurements? You three D printing? Yeah, I'm gonna it? okay. I'm gonna three D print it. I'm gonna first, you know, sketch it out, get get measurements, and <laughs> it's a plumbus, and then I'm going to uh, <laughs> um, do it up in Fusion three sixty, and then three uh, D print. That's awesome. Perfect. Very cool. I didn't um, know you were making a, a, a holder thing for it. That's great. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I want it. I do want it to. You know, IKEA doesn't sell one of those, no. so you have to uh... yet. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, and exactly. if they did, until you sell them the design. That's right. They <laughs> yeah. could offer it. They could still just call it the Mjolnir, and it would still sound like a an IKEA yeah, thing. Exactly. I mean, yeah. it's it's right up their alley. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. Hold the Mew Mew. <laughs> Hold the Mew Mew. You're worthy. Anyway, um, well, that's great. Uh, so so everybody should get a sketchbook. Is what you're saying? That's that's our bottom line today. Draw. Oh, no. no, that's not what you're saying. Don't don't do that. Oh, did we lose Bill? We lost Bill. Oh, Bill. I thought he was saying oh no to us, but he was saying oh no to somebody else. Yeah. Bill, are you there? Oh. My internet just took a huge hookup. Oh, okay. You're back. Oh, there though. we go. Are you back? I'm back. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, that was weird. Because we heard you say oh no. And then <laughs> and we thought it was an answer to my question, which was, which was, everyone anyway. should, I go, I go, everyone should get a Facebook or get a Facebook. Everyone should get a sketchbook. And you said, oh no, <laughs> like, wait a minute. Wait, haven't we just been talking, extolling the virtues of a, of a thing? Yeah. Anyway. anyway, a couple of good ideas about sketchbooks. Um, keep a sketchbook and pencil on you at all times so that when an idea or you want to figure something out, when it strikes you, you can jot it down in the moment. Mm. Uh, I think that is something I should do more of. Just get a smaller sketchbook I keep on me at all times. And I know like everyone has an app on their phone so you can like write down ideas and stuff. I have that too, but I feel like physically writing it is more meaningful to me. And uh, so I prefer to do that. Nice. Uh, and then something, when I was going through all my old sketchbooks, something I wish I had done starting 20 years ago was put dates on some of the pages. Yes. Yeah, see, that's a problem. I don't do that. I do that now on everything. Me too. But I don't yeah. do it on any of my stuff prior to, well, prior to I my know. web stuff. I never, I just didn't do it. So I don't, even when I pull out that old high school sketchbook, I'm not going to really know. Was that 85? Was that 86? Was it 87? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also, like, try a bunch of different sizes. Find what works for you. Um, use the sketchbook that you will use. Yeah. Uh, but if you find yourself buying many and not using them, maybe stop buying them. <laughs> yeah. Also, Quit buying sketchbooks until you use the ones that you've already got. That's right. I you used to be. Out of money. I used to be a brand loyalist to Strathmore. That was the brand. Oh yeah, to. yeah. All my original ones were Strathmore as well. Yeah. Seems like they were kind of ubiquitous too. But I would. They had some nice stuff. They had some that you could get that was like a vellum finish. I used to love that. Mm -hmm. And I would do like the school newspaper comic on it and ink it and everything on there and it didn't bleed it was great so if you can uh i mean these days you can get anything you need anywhere but support your local little art supply place if you got one still we do and i like to go in there just wear your mask though if you do mm -hmm. uh that's great bill great ideas uh, about sketchbooks couldn't agree more uh you always leave us with a little extra something today what do you got yeah, this is really cool. Um, so the folks over at Sideshow Collectibles did a video where they talk about what they call the cut and sew of a Superman figure. So if you look up Sideshow on YouTube and look up their Superman cut and sew, it's uh, a, one of their artists showing how he patterns fabric clothing mm. for a one six scale Superman. Oh, look at that. Wow. It's awesome oh it is so gosh. cool that's cool dude yeah and he has to make because the figure is posed he can't just he doesn't just have a little shirt pattern that he can break out and make a yeah. shirt he's got to make it from scratch and the, so the shirt isn't symmetrical the way he builds it so that it fits superman 
perfectly in that pose. It's I found it absolutely fascinating. He also yeah, looks a lot good. like Dave Batista, so that's kind of fun to think that that yeah. uh, Dr- <laughs> Drax the Destroyer is making clothes for Superman. For Superman, would, right? Yeah, I would love to see Drax the Destroyer try and make a one-six scale uh, button-up shirt. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> And it also seems like something they might actually do on Guardians Three, so we'll see uh, yeah. if that ever happens. Oh, that's, that's great! Awesome. It's like he's an actual tailor, like he's he's doing tailor stuff, like measuring the chest and the yeah. arms and stuff. This is great. Yeah. It's so cool. So the the figure itself, though, where do you get that thing from? Is that just uh, it's just sideshow collectibles? I believe it's it's for sale, probably oh, for pre order right that's now. That's a beautiful. That's a really nice one. It is it's, really nice, yeah. and it's got like different heads and different hats, so you can make it look more like Clark or Superman. Oh, so the so well, but no, but he's still he's working with a pre production one because it's not going to come without the the clothing. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This one's got logo on the front, which makes me. It's got the Superman logo, which makes me think mm-hmm. it's it's meant to be painted. Um, but. I don't know. All I know so, is what he's making for it is way better than painting it. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. For sure. That's rad. All right. Well done. Uh, you get this over at, let's see, hold on. Uh, Slideshow Collectibles on YouTube. That's our channel. And uh, you can go check it out. You've heard of them before, but now you can watch them make shit, which is really even cooler. Mm-hmm. Builderan, everybody. PunishProps.com is where you can find all his great creations. And uh, take his advice. Go get a sketchbook. Bill, thanks for being with us today. And we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye now. See ya. All right, we've exposed one person to the Bono Chrono or whatever it's called. <laughs> the, cro- the Bono Chrono. The I think it's an even better name for yeah. this thing than the Crowbones. The Bono Chrono. Um, Make no Crowbones about it. That's right. All right, I have to. I didn't prep Jerry on this question I'm going to ask him, so we'll just see how this goes. Oh, good. I like that. I are like those that good? Story. Sometimes they get me in trouble, but we'll see how it goes. Here's his theme, though. <laughs> These are their stories. No, no, diddly, diddly. Oh, I'm terrible with names. It's Justin Robert Young, everyone. You know him, you love him. He's here from uh, Oakland, California, from the, uh, the the East, or sorry, the West Coast studios of the Diamond Club itself. Hello and welcome. What the hell is in this Discord chat? <laughs> It works. See, I told you it would work. Yeah. We'd, we'd get to oh, one God. of them. Bill didn't notice it, but you did. Uh, Brian put that in earlier. It's about a story we were doing. We had a listener who who saw this product advertised on the side of a big yellow truck, and we had to look it up and see what it was. And this is by far the best picture on the website. Right. Because, oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. And I knew you weren't. I knew you wouldn't let it go. I knew you, the jury was going to catch it, and he was going to say something. And I'm, <laughs> I'm happy that he did. But apparently it's this did, thing with wait, like did, a, did the listeners know what this is? Yeah, like, yes. yeah we yes. explained okay. it. We haven't, put, we haven't put the picture up on screen. Nor should we, you. Good no. God. Yeah, we're not gonna. <laughs> it's just about as it's about as pornographic as you can get with a piece of plastic. Without showing anything that's specifically pornographic, it's very pornographic. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> and uh, boy, a commitment to the Flintstones theme. Uh, right, I know. Like wearing the, the leopard print. Yeah, Wilma! no. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's called the what's the it, name? I mean, again? It, it, it puts a whole new stink on everybody. Do the dinosaur? Yeah, it really does. What's it called, Brian? It's called Crone. The, it's called the Crowbones. Crowbones. The Z. Crowbones. Yeah. And somebody saw in Florida, your hometown of Florida or your home state Best of Florida. Best state in the union. Yeah. yeah, they saw somebody came into a laundromat driving a Crowbones truck, a big yellow truck, advertising it. I guess maybe they work for him. I don't know. And then all we can assume is that truck was filled with these. Yeah. And they walked in without a mask, but instead of a mask, they had a 
because it was the the mandate time. He had the um had a, yeah. a pink thong on his face, so just a little like yeah. strip down his face. <laughs> so yeah, best state in the union for sure, no question. Uh, love it. Uh, anyway, sorry, we had to make sure that happened before we delete that thing. Um, so where what are we doing? Oh, we got Justin here. It's Justin Robert Young, everybody. Yes, yes it's me. It's, it's me. me. Hey, we can keep talking about the picture. I can. Buy, I got another half hour on this. You got a whole lot of material. <laughs> so I got a I got a question for you. I didn't prep for. Uh, and, sure. I'm, and I'm bummed because I usually like to at least warn you that it's coming. But um, I'm trying to make sense of a thing that happened in politics this week. Sure. Uh, it, a small thing, a tr- more maybe a trivial thing surrounding all the other things that maybe are less trivial. But OK, so there was this story that uh, Fauci got asked to throw out the first pitch at the Nationals game. Yes. Yankees and Nationals, right? I think. Yes. Uh and so he goes out there and does that. Horrible pitch, by the way. It was ridiculous. But he Just did that. Just a bit outside. Socially <laughs> distanced from the catcher. <laughs> yeah. That ball couldn't have been more socially distanced from the mitt it was intended to, to land in. But yeah. Anyway, the, the word is, according to the New York Times, that Trump was annoyed by this and that he wanted to do it. So he announced that he had been invited to do it in New York at the next Yankees game. And then his team scrambled to get ready for it. But then the Yankees said, mm, we didn't invite anybody to do anything. There's, there is no opening pitch. And so then Trump got on Twitter and canceled the pitch that wasn't his to, to begin with. And so my question is what happened there? Like, is, is this just a simple thing of like, Trump's annoyed, wants to be cool, made up a lie about being invited, no, thought I they mean, would say look, it'd be okay. I, I, I don't know the the egos of presidents in general are often things that are pretty uh, pronounced. So I wouldn't doubt that there was some level of professional annoyance if uh, uh, Dr. Fauci gets the Nationals call and not Trump. Uh, that being said, uh, things that seem to be in a uh, a, a slapdash manner uh, these days. Yeah. Major League Baseball and uh, the federal response to COVID. So, like, uh, both are kind of ramshackle. There are a lot of things that um, need to happen before, even in a uh, situation without um, without uh, uh, fans, for the president to go do anything publicly. Like, yeah. nothing like that happens in... 14 hours right right like like all that is kind of planned out in in advance especially if you want to make it a big deal and you want to make sure it's on tv and you know like you don't normally do stuff like that unless you can maximize it so what what i kind of chalked all that up to i mean obviously look there's no there's no shortage of the who farted and where stories (laughs) within the white house like and that has been a staple of our coverage since uh, his inauguration or really before that um, there. Uh, so, but, but realistically, I would say this is probably just a, uh, a situation where wires got crossed and, and you know, that was the, end. you could see a situation though, where no matter who's the president, if the president got on uh, some platform and said, I've been invited to throw out the pitch at this game, even if it never happened, because you're saying it, it seems like maybe the team involved would go, oh, well, let's, let's okay, let's make this happen, even though we didn't really in, invite him, like, let's let's go, because, you know, the president's throwing a pitch. 
regardless of what you think about Trump or any other president, like that's a that's a honored time worn tradition here in America. Yeah, this is America's pastime. Let's have them throw out the first pitch or whatever. Uh, and I guess what I'm trying to get my head around is why wouldn't they just go ahead and do it? I don't know. Like why? Uh, like they? I guess they were like, we're we're not doing this. <laughs> I, I to be honest with you, I haven't really read a lot about it just because it seemed like it's to the easiest way to explain it is uh, these things are hard to sync up. Yeah, like the path of least resistance is this stuff is hard to put together, and guess what? They didn't, <laughs> and and that's that is that is what it is. Uh, uh, so that's really where I kind of took it. Um, and and I haven't really done much more research past that. Okay, so now we're past now we're past the dumb thing. Let's get to the hard thing. Sure. Uh, <laughs> the other cancellation, the real one, is uh, no uh, uh, GN, not GNC. That's General Nutrition Center. Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Everyone's getting their. <laughs> sorry, if, if you were getting your pre workout and your multivitamins <laughs> at GNC canceled, yes. your muscle milk they is, said is cancel culture show. wouldn't go too far. And yeah. now I, I spoke not when Barry Weiss <laughs> left the New York Times, for I was not Barry Weiss. And then they came for the GNC. A million jocks pout. Yeah. Glistening tears sliding down their their baby oil cheeks. Yeah, there you go. I nailed you nailed it. Uh, supplements be damned. No, here's the thing. Uh, the, the RNC is not going to happen in a live way, I guess. And it's no. Gonna, and the guest stars have been announced. So it's going to be Scott Bayo. Uh, well, all those people that were at the last RNC. Yeah, the same people. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, here's what happened. In about July, June or no, earlier than that, May, right. May, June. Okay. Uh, there were a couple bets made. If you listen to PX3, you were able to follow this from the moment that it happened. The Democratic Party bet that America would still very, very, very much be scared of coronavirus, and more specifically, that the fear of coronavirus would make the party that put their entire platform online seem prudent. Mm -hmm. uh, the Republicans made the opposite bet. They made the bet that the party that returned normalcy would be looked at as the, uh, the, the, the people that uh, now we've weathered the storm. You don't want weenies running the country. You want bold, bold leaders. And so, the bringing back of normalcy. One of the first big crowds that you'll see are going to be at a Trump rally or at the RNC. Look at that. It's it. We made it, folks. Here we are. Well, the prudes won. Mm -hmm. uh, and and Trump has realized that. And part of it is the, the, uh, the, the poll numbers. Part of it is the fact that he's underwater in terms of uh, uh, where people think the COVID relief is. And mostly because the last island that he had to fight on when it came to uh hey everybody calm down about covid was the deaths and the deaths mm -hmm. uh, uh spiked again mm -hmm. so if that's the case then you know look you the, the problem with where with the position that he put himself in electorally is if you're 
fighting on, oh, it's the deaths, the deaths matter, the deaths matter, the deaths matter. You're not fighting on, hey, look at the fatality rate or, hey, let's explain a little bit more about how much more testing. You're not owning testing. He was playing a game where this was over. Yeah. And this was rapidly getting to an end and that position lost. So what we're seeing now is Trump taking a totally different position on COVID compared to where he did before. Then again, his positions in general are a little slapdash. So he can always say, oh, no, I always in the 50 things that I said I did. This was one of the of the 50 things. So. He uh, is now flashing the mask and saying that masks are patriotic. Uh, uh, I don't believe we will see an attempt at another rally unless it is something very stage managed and far smaller than the rallies that he would like to put on in his heart of hearts. And we're not going to get an RNC yeah. uh, because he's not he he's guy who takes it really seriously. And now his bet from this point is all right, in 100 days, it looks like already in Texas and Florida, we're on the other side of the spike in in even cases uh, as testing does continue to increase. Um, so, all right, if we can really put it out now, then in 100 days, better news, fresher air, and a vaccine announcement that turns around people's feeling of how Trump has handled the, uh, the 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 virus, and at least that's what his bet is. You make any hay out of the um, the charts that show reported hospital data, like going like this until the day they said we're not getting it from the CDC anymore. Now you send it to Health and Human Services, which is direct to the administration, basically. And now it's like this. There's like a new flat line. Uh, do you think there's any? Any reason to th- buy into that cons- particular conspiracy that they're fudging the numbers? And- oh, yeah. oh! I don't know if they're fudging the numbers. I I know that whenever you are moving any, uh, whenever you are moving any gigantic data collection from one entity to another, you are not going to get a seamless transition. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. So I I would I would say for at least the next month or so, uh, uh, you know any kind of data fluctuations, I wouldn't necessarily see demons in the shadows just yet. Now, maybe they are, um, but again, it's most likely. Look, right now we're having a debate in Congress about the the employment, the unemployment benefit, right? And back in March, the Republicans wanted to make this a not a flat $600 fee or a, a $600 benefit per week to people that were unemployed. They wanted to make it 70% of your paycheck Mm. because they wanted to ensure that you were getting most of your paycheck, but not all of your paycheck. So by the time that it was safe to go back to work, you would want to go back to work because you could make more money than you would. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what they wanted to do. The reason why they couldn't do that was because all of the state systems for unemployment Right. This isn't just keeping records on hospital stuff, which, while important now, is not something that we necessarily care on a granular level the way we care about it right now in general. Right. Uh, We do care about unemployment. Mm. Unemployment comes to the most vulnerable at the most vulnerable times. We care about these systems 
greatly. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't do the 70% plan because the states were like, we don't know how to do an Excel formula. Because by the way, <laughs> Excel to the program that we have now is effectively VR compared to Atari. <laughs> like that's what we're using. Like that's what we're using for the most vulnerable people at the most vulnerable moments of their life. We mm -hmm. can't do an Excel formula to spit out a check to these people. So now we're yeah. having that fight again, because by the way, we tried to do it in March, mm -hmm. didn't do it in March, did the 600 because mm -hmm. something need, needed to get out the door. And then in the intervening time, Congress went on three vacations yep. and yeah. nothing yeah. happened. Yeah. Even the yeah. people that now that are going to fight on it and now they're going to be like, no, it's going to be 200 until you can figure out how to use Excel. <laughs> uh, they, they, uh, uh, you know they're they're gonna they're gonna fight on it now. So, whenever you're talking about government statistics, always err on the side of them being screwed up, and always err on the side of uh, them being very slow to improve. Yeah, I think that's a that's probably a fair way of putting it. All right, so we got two things, two two final things. Herman Cain's current condition: he's been in the hospital for a month, still not out. Have yeah. You have you heard anything about our good pal Herman Cain? Is he gonna make it? Is he gonna be okay? Do we mean, know? Good God, no. All I know is what everybody else knows, which is that uh, old Harryman Kane is on um, oxygen. Yeah, that's bad. I hope he's playing so, uh, when he's when he's when he's uh, cogent, sort of awake. I hope he's playing Pokemon Go just as a reference to that old Pokemon <laughs> reference. He's playing. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's, a, uh, he's an Ingress guy. Yeah, clearly. he's totally Ingress. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I would love to think that he actually became a gamer. Yeah, 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 but he became a very avid gamer after his uh, whole Pokemon thing. Yeah. No, it's sad. Look, I mean, uh, uh, I know that obviously when, especially this time of our, our cycle, we get very bloodthirsty um, for, for uh, you know, our, our causes. And I think that there's an element of that that's healthy. Uh, but in general, I'm not somebody that ever wishes oh, death yeah. on I don't. Anybody, I don't wish so, that dude or, any uh, harm. I, I hope he's all right and uh, can get through it. A month is a long time, though. That doesn't speak to yeah. a quick recovery, but I hope he's... Uh, I hope he's okay. I mean, he's an older guy. Uh, you know, the 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 thing that now is is really scary is that uh, you know part of what has lowered the mortality rate uh, is just our our nature of care. Mm -hmm. And part of what we realized with COVID was uh, giving people oxygen too early mm. was hurting them. Yeah, uh, and that was something that we were probably over prescribing. Um, in 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 the early going, and that's something that nobody could know, because again, we didn't, you know, we were basically the first time that we saw any kind of like real helpful data on treatment was when it hit Italy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was it, right? That was the time, or that was the pivot point. I feel like that's been, I feel like we're talking about eight years ago. By the way, every time we talk about May <laughs> or April, <laughs> right? It feels like it. Yeah, it's so weird. Because it's went, I mean, it went fast and it went slow at the same time, and I'm not used to that particular time. You know, trip. It, it, a friend of mine, or John, uh, my my buddy John Teasdale, who I made the contender with, he lives out here, and then we were at a party, um, uh, not a party, we had a, a get together in our little social bubble in mm -hmm. like May, but the first time that we had like kind of all gotten together. Sure. And he was like, it's like four people, and um. 
he was thinking about going back to uh, the East Coast because he's working remotely and blah, blah, blah. And he like uh, I was talking to him because he has a, a van, like a sprinter van that's like kitted out to go camping and stuff like that. And so he was like, like, oh, what if I because he was scared about flying. And I'm like, what if you just drove, you know, like, mm, you got a drive van, across the country, you sleep yeah. in the van. Like, this is why you have the van. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and he was like, yeah, and he did. He just like literally like left that apartment and drove across. And uh, we had like we had a bunch of fun of, you know, saying bye to him 50,000 times. And I got a text from one of the other people that was there and was like, oh, by the way, that was three months ago. <laughs> well, that's weird. Wow. And I'm like, oh my good God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It just seems wrong. It seems like the yeah. clock is wrong, but I don't know what to make of it. Uh, the only other thing we're probably discussing today or bringing up is uh, this Bill Barr testimony today. Anything coming out of that that you're looking forward to? You can probably to be, break it down. But To be totally honest, I have not seen a word of it. Um, I think it's going on right now, right? Like it's It happening. is going on yeah. right now. So, uh, we will uh, I, I will I will be looking forward to catching up with that. I've been trying to move stuff around here in the studio. I'm, I'm trying to get uh, get the studio. That was like the big thing. Once the RNC got canceled, I was like a little depressed just because I, I knew in my heart of hearts that there would be no more travel mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the for the rest of uh, this election, which yeah. Yeah. Uh, is the worst. Uh, election ever it truly um, it truly is because all of this stuff should be so much you should be having the mm-hmm. ju- the jury time of your life right now honestly right, right given what given your focus and given what kind of content you're putting out this should be if the covid part was out heyday for justin just the time <laughs> of his life but damn I it i mean ugh, the noise yeah and that's the thing is that i even got the little like the the intro to it the intro to like, oh, like I'm on the road, like and and really I was very excited because I was rare. You know, I was mm-hmm. in press pens and there weren't a lot of other people that were doing the kind of stuff that I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of people that have gigs <laughs> in media. And now a lot of those people don't have gigs no more. So uh, um, maybe I won't be rare the next time that I go to one of those things. But uh, I did kind of feel like, man, this was a real differentiator for the show. And I was sad. So I channeled that sadness into kind of reimagining what I want my Twitch <laughs> streams to be. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it we're, looks like we're you've done changes. Yeah, you've moved a lot of stuff. I can tell. That's great. Yeah. Well, um, I'm redoing the wall. We don't know exactly what we're going to do here, but the big change is I'm going to be standing up and kind of walking. Oh, more. I like oh, really? it. Like so, Jim, like Jim, wow. what's his name on that Jimmy money Kramer. show? Yeah. This has been my, this has <laughs> yeah, been my dream, go. my dream. Uh, if like, if anybody asked me, like if I had like a television show, what would my television show be? It would be like Pee Wee's Playhouse, but with politics. Like I want like just a full immersive walk around set, handheld camera. Oh, that's oh, great. Please tell me. Yeah. Please tell me you're going to have a three-dimensional virtual United States map that comes up out of the floor. Yes. And you can say, all right, if we look over here. Yep. I like that. Right. Well, look, about- I got some ideas. Okay. I got some ideas. Uh-huh. There's okay. there's a lot of there's a lot of ideas that I have, uh, and we're slowly trying to put it together. But I know that, like, you know, there's a couple projects that I'm also working on, but it's like this is hopefully I channel the money and effort that I, I would have spent being on the road and trying to make those shows really special because they're the shows that really get the most attention. Mm -hmm. Um, 
because everybody else can sit everybody there's a lot of people that can do it a lot better than me and sit on their butt and talk about politics but uh you know i i i consider myself among the rare political shows where the live on the ground shows are better than the ones i do in studio yeah mm-hmm. yeah no, um, i totally get it you're a showman damn it mm-hmm. yeah the greatest uh, showman <laughs> Yeah, you're the you're, exactly. Yeah, you're the uh, the, wolf, the, wolf, the Wolverine uh, of this. Uh, well, that's great. Uh, Zendaya pronounced Zendaya. Zendaya covered this earlier. Yeah, according today. to oh, the, is it? Oh man. Well, I don't know. That's all, we yeah, only know, know that because uh, uh, Laverne Cox pronounced it. Yeah, Laverne Zendaya. Cox says Zendaya, and we all went, "Wait, what? Is it Zendaya? That was Zendaya. What's going on?" I think she has it wrong. I have to look it up. I think so too. Yeah, yeah we're gonna find out. So what? Oh, she got an Emmy nomination for Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Have either of you guys watched that show? I watched the no, first huh? episode and found it all really depressing, and so I quit watching it. I recommend that no parents watch it. I feel oh, like God, only really? single. I feel like only single people should watch it. <laughs> like it is. Uh, well, because it's basically a like heightened to the level of unreal. Like, yeah. All right. So imagine, imagine every time that you've heard on like the evening news like it's called blank and your kids are doing it behind your back yeah like imagine all of those yep and all the kids are doing all of those at the same time yeah with each other yep great like, we get to watch all that on hbo yep oh yes and it's wow. it's uh it goes there it is like uh she's uh not, it is she, it is grody yeah she's not mary hey, jane least, in this thing i can tell you that much you know what i'll tell you something will make you happy though watchman got nominated for uh best series oh yeah uh, just jeremy irons that. and regina king both got nominated for <laughs> you got to be thrilled about that to hear that watchman did so well in the awards. <laughs> great <laughs> yeah, awesome i mean the thing is euphoria is just a great it's just the music's great too like uh, the final episode just set the characters up for great places well, uh, they, they only gave her the no, nobody oh. wants to hear me talk about watch i mean like you know i mean they want to see me get wound up about Watchmen, oh yeah of course like look the, the thing that people love watchmen for i have no qualms with yeah but nobody who loves watchmen for the reason why they really love watchmen uh which is the racial commentary and the historical commentary yeah wants me to push my glasses up my nose and give them 45 minutes about how they got Rorschach wrong. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And that's, and that's what I want right. to do. What yeah. I want yeah. to do is explain how they got Dr. Manhattan wrong, how they got Ozymandias wrong. And if you're going to get those three characters wrong, then just do another show. Like <laughs> right. why call it Watchmen? None of these characters really match up with what made them interesting in the book. But again, nobody wants to hear that because what they love about Watchmen is this commentary about history sure. and race and i will say that uh, uh while i had heard about the tulsa massacre before i thought that there were two moments in the show that i found were found to be exceptional the uh, uh depiction of the tulsa massacre the black wall street massacre and there was like a really really great very twilight sony moment where they introduced the villain lady true oh, i thought yeah. that was like yeah, that was far cool. and away the show that i really wanted this to be yeah that was pretty um, cool but uh, when I went down to Tulsa for the Trump rally and I you know, was in Black Wall Street on on Juneteenth, it, it was something that I, I felt more of a connection to because 
of uh, that introduction to uh, uh, that show. So I've said as much that on, I salute. I, I, I've said as much on Twitter. I had, I'd never heard of the Tulsa massacre and I'd never heard of Juneteenth until this year and until mm-hmm. specifically the Tulsa massacre after watching Watchmen. That was the first exposure I'd had to it. Yeah. And I actually had to go. Now, wait a minute. Are they is this a is this real or are they just making up a thing to give us some backstory? Like I went and deep dived on it and went, all right, I know I grew up in Utah. I know we are vastly white people here. Okay, I know. But this never got mentioned once in any history class, American history class I took, and I took a bunch. What happened? Why is that mm-hmm. stuff not taught here that I can hear about all the other stuff that's like it but with white people? I was really annoyed this year when I heard about that. No I mean, one ever told me. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm f- freaking 50 years old now. Nobody told me. Lame. Anyway. Yeah, you know, uh, and it's a complicated story. Like, uh, I think that that uh, what I would encourage everybody to do specifically about even that one, about, about uh, Tulsa, is to kind of understand a lot of these underlying elements that continue to cause that uh, tension. And, and there's a lot of systemic stuff there. And, and like all of our history, it's it's far more complicated than, uh, uh, you know, uh, good guys versus bad guys. And, and if we if we ignore how complex it is, then we are are willfully kind of tapping out on the idea that systems exist because of human behavior that have punished a segment of our population and have continued and continue to punish a segment of our population. But you can't turn a blind eye to part of the reasons, you know, the, the, the reinforcing reasons why. So I would encourage everybody to go read about uh, Greenwood and, and uh, the history of Oklahoma uh, and, and specifically that, you know, the existence of black wall street, the uh the how money worked in oklahoma and then uh the the incidents leading up to uh the massacre yeah it's not just a place where the wind comes sweeping down the whatever lane or whatever they say <laughs> the plane. yeah. planes planes is that it planes all right. <laughs> the planes yeah. uh all right uh justin robert young as always a pleasure to have you on do you have anything you'd like to promote this week before we let you go uh yeah uh come on watch the stream we are are continuing to uh to to better it uh it is at twitch.tv slash justin r young and if you're listening to tms on podcast uh well i mean if you don't already do this for uh tms then consider doing it for tms and also for my stream uh you if you have no idea you don't care what twitch is although i think a lot more people know post pandemic Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just think it's for the you know the kids to play the video games and the Fortnite and whatever, do yourself a favor. Go download the Twitch app, friend uh, or, or follow slash frog pants and Justin R. Young, mm-hmm. and that will make sure that it will give you alerts on when we go live. At that point, you can literally just turn it on audio only, yep. and you don't have to watch it. Yeah, you can use you it like just, the radio. Just in your pockets. Yeah. It's literally live radio. Uh, uh, for you. So if you enjoy uh, TMS, if you enjoy uh, the Politics, Politics, Politics podcast, and you've never checked out the stream, 
congratulations. It's just, you know, another two hours of live radio that I do Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Right. It's got the swears in it. So you got some of that going. You got, uh, <laughs> I swear, I swear a lot more on, on the stream because I don't swear anymore on the podcast, but I swear, I definitely still swear on the stream. Yeah. Occasional swears. It's just a good reminder that you're going to, you know, Justin is, is who he is and you're going to get some swears. Anyway, that'll be, uh, for those watching live right now, right after we're done here and I'll edit it up and finished. I will send you over there with a raid as well. So stay around for the end of the show, and we'll uh, we'll catch Jury in his live show. Justin Robert Young, Justin R. Young on Twitter. Have a fantastic day. We'll see, see you later. Thanks, Jerry. Okay. And follow uh, twitch.tv slash Coverville while you're at it. Oh, yeah. We did, yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? It's all right. It's totally all right. I, gotta, get enough, I get enough love. You got to give everybody the thing. I don't thing. need any more love. Enough love. Brian, I got a product that'll give you more love. It's called product. the Bone Con, or what's it called? <laughs> the Crow Bone. Crow bone. So I can finally take this image out of our chat. Yeah, we or can should we wait for Nicole tomorrow? Do not give this to Tom because he'd be first. I don't want to give it to Tom. You might. We may cause. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know what he'd think of it. I have no idea. Oh, come on, he's been to CES. There's like five of these down every aisle. Are there? <laughs> do they do that stuff there still? I thought that yeah, was all totally moved did. to the. AVN awards AVN or, stuff. I think they have both places. Yeah, and they don't do those same time of year anymore. I guess those guys are probably virtual this year too, right? Now I need to know. Hold on. AVN <laughs> awards 2020. Well, that would have been in. Wasn't that in January? Or is that? Uh, well, so that's mean, the so that's the question. If it's done already, well, what what are they going to do yeah. for the next the, year? Um, no, the next uh, the other thing that's coming up is it's the one that Schwood goes to. The hacker thing, uh, what's that called? Um, it's the one in Vegas where you want to make sure that you keep your your Wi-Fi off on your phone oh. and uh, uh, light, not light hack. Oh, uh, the ha- not HackerCon. Uh, DefCon. 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 Yeah. Yes. That's the Vegas yeah. one. Yeah, yeah I he imagine goes. That's going virtual as well. Oh, I would assume so. And probably a whole other bunch of reasons why you want to turn your stuff off because if it's virtual now, everyone's going to get hacked because they have logins. Oh, man. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do at DEF CON? All right. Uh, speaking of DEF CON, not really. Here's a quick uh, bit, of, <laughs> a bit of fan service. Hold on a second. Where is it? Got to find it. I want fan service. All right. Fan service goes out to Win Magus who sent this in and said, uh, hey, Scott, have a fan service for you. My friend has been painting stuff over the last year and it looks amazing. I thought you could help promote her work. Her art is amazing, and she does commissions. She is on Facebook as The Art of Deb Campbell. So you can go search that there. I also created a shortened version, which is tiny.cc slash artofdeb. Uh, nice. Love the show, though. Go check it out. Thanks, Stephen, a.k.a. Winmagus. Right yep. I'm looking at it right now. We can all have a quick peeky peek. Here we go. There oh, cool. it is. Like landscapes and wildlife. Oh, and this is beautiful. Like She's really talented. Oh, wow. yeah. Look at that. Hey, this is very nice. So if you've got cool. if you've got a, a minute and you want to go check that out, you have an, a need that may fit into her style. <laughs> but there uh, is a Cthulhu looking at a uh, a Dreamcatcher. Uh, the further down you go, which is great. Oh yeah, these are great. She's very good. Ooh, I like this dragon, this Asian dragon. That's awesome. Oh yeah, very very cool. Anyway, go check out her work again. That is tiny.cc/artofdeb. If you've got something you would like to put up on our fan service segment of the show, toss it in. We'd be happy to give it a check and do it. Uh, he emailed this, so you can email yours, themorningstream at gmail.com. All right, that is going to do it for today, right? Yes. Uh, hey. <laughs> uh, I have no instance of co-host. They're both out of town right now. 
Um, but I'm trying to get a date later in the week for me and Garrett to hook up and get a show out. So, Aww, trying to get a date with Garrett. That's nice. No, no show today. He's in a car coming back from Key West, so we're not going to be able to do it today. But we're going to try to squeeze it in. I've got to figure out because he's coming back after 10 days of being in Key West, and he's probably going to have to do a bunch of catch up. So, once we get that figured out, we'll get a show out. It'll be sometime in the next few days, I hope. Uh, if not, I'll let you know. But there is no live version of that today at 12, just so you know. Okay. Brian, anything that you have going today that we should mention? Coverville's tomorrow, so... Coverville's tomorrow. I got a fun one for Coverville tomorrow. Um, I'll talk about that in uh, the show tomorrow. But uh, no, today's today is a nice, like, get caught up with a bunch of things. I'm trying to 3D print my uncle. Uh, uh, well, I'm not trying to 3D print my uncle. I'm trying to 3D print something for my uncle who has a an X-Wing model that I gave him as a present years ago. Mm-hmm. And he's getting around to putting it together. It's Poe Dameron's X-Wing. Mm. But it didn't come with a, a figure. So uh-huh. we found a uh, 3D printable uh, X-Wing pilot. Nice. And we're trying to get the scale right. And I'm trying to print it. And it nothing it's not sticking i'm doing this on the resin printer so it's easier to print or yeah. uh, paint and nothing's coming out on the um is it doing anything is it like uh no well yeah it's it's i'm getting the base and then it's not doing the the, the next layer and i've got to figure out why it's oh, stopping weird resin prints man it's they're they're There's when they challenge. work they're gorgeous yeah. when when they don't yeah. did i ever show you this this is a little alien bounty hunter thing that i printed oh look at that that's great no, I had not seen that. That's awesome. Yeah, I like his uh, head ridges. Those are yes, cool. he's got he's got Star Trek level head ridges. Yeah, that's very almost Cardassian. Looks like almost looks like the the crow bones. Yeah, yeah, they're like there. the crow bones. <laughs> I'm never going to remember that name, but you will for me, and that's great. I'll remember for yeah. I'll remember for all of us. Yeah. How's that? Oh, one final note. Um, so I did this these prints uh, that that are they're Obey Can prints, and mm-hmm. it's a big, big detailed picture of Can from Fred and Can. With a big obey can behind him. Um, I'm giving some of these away today, uh, two or three of them. And the way I'm doing it is via Twitter. So there's a tweet, one of my most recent posts, I think my second to most recent post today. It's also pinned if you're using the Twitter app up at the top of my profile. If you go and do just a reply to that thing, I'm pulling from random replies today. So if you guys want a copy of this thing, uh, this is for live people. If you get this on the podcast, you're probably going to miss the window. But but everybody else, if you'd like a free print Eight by twelve, I think it is. So it'll frame nicely. Uh, Just one more reason to watch live. That's right. One more reason to watch live. Anyway, go find that on my Twitter account. That's at Scott Johnson, and you could be the wiener. All right. Song. Oh, first, uh, Patreon.com/slash/tms is how you support our show. You can find it and everything else at Frogpants.com/slash/tms. We'll be back tomorrow with a normal Wednesday. And I think that's it. Brian, share a song with us. I will. I'll do exactly that. Okay. Tom M. Norm, Tom Norman, wrote in and said, "Good morning, Scotch and beer. It's much better than scrotum balls." Mm. I'm requesting or beans. I'm requesting this song for no reason other than I want to share it with everyone listening. If you could please pay play "Patience," covered by the great late Chris Cornell, I would forever be in your debt. It's a perfect cover of a great song, and Cornell's voice is such a hauntingly beautiful addition to the lyrics. Uh, play whenever you have an open spot. I greatly appreciate it. Thanks for the great shows. Awesome music and weird-ass animations. Tom Norm in the chat. Brian, not sure where, but okay, just, that's just extra information. I'm not going to read that. Uh, of course, originally by Guns N' Roses, this is uh, such a great song and a great video that goes along with it. I don't know why they waited this long to release it, but maybe they had to do some instrumentation to go with it. But it's awesome. Here is Patience, covered by the great Chris Cornell.
show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com hi mom don't get crazy okay